Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Double FM Sports. My name is J.R. Mizrak, and today I am joined by Cecil Cherry. Uh, he is part of the newly created FCF. Cecil, thank you for joining me today. How you doing? Yeah, all right. How about you? Good. Hey, good. I'm doing good. All right. All right. So first off, when did you first start playing football? Oh, uh, Little League. Um, I was a little kid, little baby, Little League. I used to play like three games a day um, in Polk County area in Frost Street, Florida. I played from Lake, Lake West, Stillers, and Frost through Bulldogs. So I went back and forth. So it came since I was four years old, little baby. All right. So if you had to pick one thing about the game, what do you love about the game of football? I love the physicality, the passion, and the love of the game or how to how to how to flow into pressure, and uh, I love to handle business on the field. So that's the best. That's the best part of everything. All right. So, like I mentioned, you're playing the FCF right now. Um, can you take me through the journey from when you first started playing football? How did you get from there to where you are now? Um, I had came out um, in 2015. I went to Texas Longhorns, and then I had transferred and went to South Florida in that summertime, and then I redshirted, and then I played at South Florida. I balled out that next year, we went 11-3. Then I went to junior college in Cahoma Community College in Mississippi, JUCO, one of the hardest conferences, and I led tackles, defensive player of the year, and I went there, and I was left from there. I had went to um, Gremlin State, got my GED, graduated early, got my degree in criminal justice, I played, had a big six there. Then that's now you know when I left there, I had um, I had went to Tennessee Martin, and I had went there for grad school. Then I had finished with 80 tackles, nine quarterback hurries, nine TFLs, 4.5 sacks, um, block punt, all that. Then I had a national national player of the week, national OVC player of the week, and same week and Tennessee player of the week. Then I left there, went to the Hula Bowl, had 12 tackles, three TFLs. Then I left, and my pro day got canceled. So FCS hit me an email up. I drove to Pittsburgh, and I showed them my warning and came back and got the scholarship to come. All right, all right. So obviously, you know, the FCF's a little bit different. Scholarship, contract. All right, so, I mean, the FCF is a little bit different, obviously, than, like, the NFL. What were your thoughts on this inaugural season? I mean, it was it was great. I mean, it's different because you you had to adjust to the timing of being COVID test. You were locked up in the room, and you're the bubble life. I mean, think about it. It's like you you focus. It tests you mentally, but at the same time, when you really want it, you'll stick it in. You'll stick in there and do what you got to do. Take it. You'll uh, handle the sacrifices because you got to sacrifice and take risks if you want to make it. And that was my goal and my whole thing: come up here and handle business. Obviously, um, yesterday was the People's Championship. It was a tough loss for you guys. But what was it like being able to play in the first ever People's Championship? Oh, it was a, it was a great experience, a great opportunity, and a wonderful, a, a wonderful, wonderful atmosphere, a wonderful opportunity, this whole league. And I give my hats off to all, all organizations behind, it, coaches, to commissioners, to owners. I give them all credit. And I respect that because I love that experience because at the end of the day, 
you giving a kid a chance to play something he loves again. Not only that, some take it as they're trying to achieve their goal. They're not just trying to play ball again. They're trying to be a better man. You're trying to learn from people. Like you, the experiences of coaches at a level that we had around us in this period of time, bonding and everything, you can't take that for granted because at the end of the day, everybody will want to be in your position. So I salute everybody that's on behind the scenes or working for SCF. And I, SCF, I'm going to always be a member of it and I always help get players there. All right. You mentioned a little bit about it before, but how has, you know, the last year of COVID affected your training? And, you know, you, like I said, you touched uh, a little I was, bit. It, it affected me bad. It affected me bad because I was, I know, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know like how I was going, what was going to happen next, because after you clear your name up of the transfer and doing everything, it's like, wow, like what's going to happen now? And next thing you know, I'm just like, God, it's, your, it's in your hands. And I went to working, getting right to see. I went to working, lawn scraping, 11 hours, then going to workouts. So I just, I had to keep my faith and keep grinding so I could um, handle business and, and pursue what God um, showed me after that. Once I had that faith in him that he should keep believing in me, I'm going to make everything happen for you. What does a normal day of training look like for you? Uh, I mean, it depends on how, I ain't gonna lie how I'm feeling. One day I get up and do a thousand push-ups or I go down and train with the boxing people. I mean, I do all types of different trainings. I mean, then I do, I got my coach from high school. He do a long running training. We're running a lot, one tens and ladders in the sand. Cause I'm from Florida. Slow feet don't eat, you hear me? You said a hundred or a thousand push-ups? I do a thousand push-ups. I mean, 10 and 10, um, Travis Henry, my uncle Travis Henry taught me that. So, I mean, I laughed at him when he told me the first time and that thing, you know, boom, we did it. When I did it with him the first time and he was like, this going to stick with you. You're going to have shoulders and boulders and it works. I promise right. you. But at the same time, though, I do a lot. I do a lot of training. I love, you got to love to train much as you love the game. If you don't love the training, that means you don't love the game. Obviously, a lot of training. You're going to need a lot of motivation for it. Where do you get your motivation from? Oh, I get my motivation from I was been a little boy, man. I was gave away when I was a baby. Um, when my dad came and got me when he got out of prison, and that's motivation of knowing that he didn't have to come get me. I could have been that little kid living with some other family that didn't have to take me in. And then my dad got me, put me into football, and it just ever since then I've been football. He was like he can't take it away from me, and it always been in me. But at the same time, like before I even came to the FCS, I almost lost my life going to the hula bowl, going to we're going to workouts. Got hit in the car and was sleeping. I woke up and I'm in a whole nother direction, semi truck slamming on brake. Everybody's scared because they thought I was dead. But God brought me back to play this game I love, and I love it so much that. At the end of the day, that they had to stop me in little league. I used to play three games a day. I started varsity in eighth grade, so I mean, I love the competition. I'm not gonna play to a level of standards, or I'm just gonna be average. Now I'm gonna try to be the great, and I'm trying to learn, and I'm learn for other people's mistakes, and I'm gonna handle business. My mentality. If your mentality there, the physicality gonna come. 
All right. So you said you want to be, you know, one of the greatest. What part of your game would you say is your best quality? My best quality is surprising you that I could I could cover, but everybody know I could lay the boom. That's that's my that's my thing. But at the same time, everybody know I can cover. I'm just showing that I'm versatile and all that. And that's my thing. I'm a different ball player. All right. Um, what would you say is your all-time favorite football memory? Uh, my favorite football memory was my favorite. Um, what I can say. Um, I can say. What can I say? Who can I say? Ah, that's a good one. Juco, because you were your favorite. Juco and South Florida mixture. All right. Um, you know, after this season with the FCF, what are some future football goals looking for you? You gonna come back for the FCF? You gonna? I'll go try to get in. No, I'm gonna go try to get into um a pro NFL training camp. If not, whatever opportunity God presents, that whatever He bring, I'm gonna execute. Hey, All right. I'm coming. Hey, outside of outside of football, what what kind of things do you like doing? What hobbies do you have? What's say? Ask that question again. Outside of football, what are what kind of hobbies do you have? Oh, I love to hunt. I love to um shoot. I'm old school. Play spades. I do all type of different stuff. We call it cherry tree. And I mean, I love to give back to kids more than anything. I got a youth camp and a youth season cherry foundation, youth foundation, and giving back to the community. And that's my biggest thing, man. That made me feel like I make it giving it back to the kids. All right. Um, who would you say are some of your biggest role models, role models, whether it's, you know, football players or family my, or my, my godfather, Ray Lewis. All right. Um, so do you have a favorite NFL team? Nah, nah, it don't matter. It don't matter. I ain't gonna lie to you. All right. Is there any players you like to follow? Any careers you like? And it's a lot of them. I got a lot of homeboys that play, so. I mean, I can be honest, everybody that I associate with that play in the league that I know personally, I look up to all my brothers. All right, all right. I got, I got one last question here for you. So if you could, you know, give a piece of advice to all those, you know, all the youth football players like you once were, what piece of advice would you give them? Nah, I, guess I tell them don't give up, man, no matter what nobody says, man. Uh, don't let nobody limit your goals. You take the limit off your, you take the unlimited off your goal. Don't ever let nobody limit your goal and handle business and, and be about your business. All right. All right. That's a good piece of advice. Well, like I said, that was the last question I have for you. So once again, Cecil, my man, thank you for jumping on the podcast with me. All right. You're good. All right. And signing off for Double FM Sports, I'm Jeremy Israel, and I'll see you in the next one.